0: everybody this is episode 231 i'm here with la salchicha mr david arona and i and i'm your host lewis barone and because i'm your host that means bobby is not here he's taking his kill day this week oh, as he bobby. has a uh, oh. yeah i got some uh some work scheduling conflicts as we are recording a day early but that's all right he'll be back next week um but uh missing out on uh today's episode where we're talking about a very nice galaxy victory a yeah. road win against Minnesota um, a little
1: a little uh surprising for me at least
0: did you know that we have not lost to Minnesota ever
1: uh no i thought we went over this in the last pod <laughs> <laughs> or at least in <laughs> balls <and> beers <laughs> No, we went over this I don't know anything
0: uh, <laughs> None you. of us yeah, here exactly. do
1: Everybody should know I know nothing
0: <laughs> We pretend so, no. We know what we're know talking that. about Yes, we have not lost to Minnesota ever Much like Atlanta has not lost to us um, Minnesota and Atlanta did come in at the league Same time, right? Was it them? Uh,
1: I want to say yes oh, okay. uh, Orlando came in the year before Atlanta. Yeah, because,
0: right? yeah, yeah, they came in yeah. uh, with NYCFC.
1: That's right. Okay. And yeah, it was Minnesota.
0: Okay. So there it is. So you know, those three teams juggling for supremacy between each other, but yeah, you know, whatever. Anyway, so yeah, we, we had a, a really good, uh, solid road victory. Uh, the first game in a very brutal week stretch, three games in seven days. That is absolutely ridiculous. And the Galaxy start off on the right foot here. Yeah. Um, so
1: with, with squad rotation. With mind.
0: squad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not like absolutely like crazy squad rotation, but squad rotation nonetheless. Uh, yeah. So let's just go ahead and get, we'll start there. Um, we'll start with the, uh, with the starting lineups. So first and foremost, we'll start in the back. And when I put the starting 11 on our Twitter feed, when the, when the, 11 was announced. I just kind of naturally assume, like I don't even have to look in that direction. I usually just start on the defense and work my way to the right. (laughs) Don't really pay much to the goalkeeping position because I kind of figured, you know, unless Bond is injured or suspended, there's no reason for him not to start. But lo and behold, Jonathan Klinsman gets the start as part of squad rotation. It was right, still Vandy? a Jonathan, at least. It was uh, yeah, yeah, it was still a Jonathan. It was still a Jonathan. And uh, you know, Manny said this is rotation, you know. Uh I'm just giving Bond a rest, which is which is fine, except that I mean for, for me personally, the goalkeepers really need a rest? I mean Jorge Campos played back-to-back games on the same day. You know, it's just kind of weird that you would like of all things you would rotate keepers it's one thing to say, you know, I don't want to get, want them to get injured in a game that's meaningless. It's another one to say eh, I might be tired. But, you know, that's just me. But there's a minute, I mean again, we talk
1: about the mental aspect of this, you know. You need to get you need a day off, you need to step back so you can see the forest in the trees sometimes. We talked last week about how Bond made a, a rare mistake. I think it might have been a, a you know, a good move for Vanny to be like, "You know what, I'm going to rest Bond." In this one, I'll let Jonathan Klinsman come in. There's no, you know, there's there's no um, risk of Bond losing his starting job. But then Klinsman gets up there and plays just lights out. You kind of <laughs> you kind of have to think that Bond's got that little nagging feeling in the back of his head, going like, Oh boy, if I mess <laughs> up.
0: By the way, like, <laughs> that guy's right behind me. We are going to talk about Jonathan Klinsman. There's a lot of things that we're going to talk about. That is definitely one of them. Uh, there's a lot of praises that we have to say in this game. That is definitely one of them. We're going to get back to that. Let's finish it off with the starting lineup before we get into too much detail. Um, Araujo at right back. Uh, Koulibaly and Williams in the middle. And Nico. We're going to go with Nico. That's all I'm saying. Nico starts at mm-hmm. left back for the uh, for the injured uh, Viafania, who is, uh, as of right now, day-to-day, I think he is available to play against uh, uh, Colorado on Tuesday night. But Nico yep. gets uh, the start uh, at left-back. Uh, in the middle, you have Ravellison and Kleshton. Grant Sears starts on the right wing. Alvarez gets to start in the middle with Cabral on the left. And making his Galaxy debut, and I feel like we say that every week, um... Uh Dijon, or Dijon, Dejan Yomalik, makes his season debut, gets to start in Minnesota. And for a long period of, I mean, well, up until maybe the goal. So when we're talking about like the 40th minute, 41st minute, not much going on either side. That battle was mostly in the midfield. Wasn't as dull, as boring as the Vancouver games, but the battle was definitely in the midfield. And for the most part, the Galaxy had a slight edge. And the longer that went, obviously the better for the road team. Because if you can preserve a draw and maintain that ball in the midfield, I'm pretty sure the Galaxy would have taken that. And it would be up to Minnesota to really go for the win since they're the home team. You stay back a little bit, wait for them to make a mistake. And then you pounce, and that's kind of what happened um, in the goal. Um, but for the most part, I think the Galaxy played very well in that first half, especially as a road team. Just kind of like wait for my spots, be patient. If I can attack, I will, but I'm not going to overcommit. I think they played a, I think they played a pretty smart first half.
1: Yeah, I think, and and again, like I think we had talked about how these games where things are kind of stacked against us in terms of like, we shouldn't be getting points out of these games. We should be, you know, when, when we have our, our missing starters um, and even more so in this one and, and debuting an, a brand new player in Jovalik. Um, the, the cards are kind of stacked against teams. Uh, you can excuse a loss or a poor performance, but here you are, you're, you're, you have a team, that is missing players but they're playing for each other again it, it goes back to this a few weeks ago it was playing for Jonathan uh due to the loss of his father this week we found out the sad news that uh Sebastian Lejet lost his sister and after the game uh you know the, the team is pictured holding up a Lejet jersey um celebrating their win and so again I, I i i know i keep saying this or maybe alluding to it a little bit too much but this team feels different. It feels like they're very capable of something special in year one of this rebuilding project.
0: I said this a few months ago. Yeah. Right. It. But but I here here is like the proof. Vibes right.
1: Here's the proof. Yes. Here's the proof that these are coming. This, this team. They not only do they really care uh, about the team and the crest and playing and giving you everything and 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 doing what the coach is telling them to do, but they're there to have each other's back. And that is what makes a special team.
0: Obviously this team,
1: finding ways to get points when they have no business getting points.
0: Yeah. And and the thing is, is that, uh, and I will talk about this a little later once we get into like what, what, where we sit in the standings um, about, you know, the way that we're winning and how we're winning and um Just, you know, are we good or are we lucky? Uh, We'll get into that. Um, But as of right now, look, the the Galaxy are playing well enough. Are they top-notch? You know, do do we deserve to be in first place? And I think we kind of had that um, discussion on, I don't remember if it was the main show or on Balls and Beers, where I said, well, look, man, the, the fact that you're still near the top and you have a chance at first place yeah, you kind of deserve it. Um, so for me, this team is doing everything correctly and everything that we haven't seen in the past you know, five seasons. It's been remarkable to witness. It's been so much fun to just be a, a spectator and truly enjoy the game instead of having to, you know, kind of, like, suffer through it, um, dread it, knowing that uh, this is going to be ugly, we don't have a chance here. I mean, it's just, it just it feels so different. I remember after the game, um, you know, m- my wife doesn't really sit down and watch the entire game with me. She will come running into the room if she can hear me yell a goal or if she can hear me yell something. She, you know, runs and, you know, see, checks, see what's going on. Game is over. She, she was in the room and she's like, you know, she kind of jumps, uh, you know, cheers like, oh my God, are we in first place? I go, yeah, we're in first place. And, you know, I started, I started saying like, you know, we haven't done that since 2015 and we haven't had any sort of real expectation since 2016 where we were expected to literally win everything that we played for and it came up short, you know, in every, you know, way possible. But, the <laughs> But I had told her that, you know, this team feels special. I don't think we're winning MLS Cup, but I don't think saying that we're not is entirely correct either. Because as you said, there is something special about this team and we haven't hit our stride yet. We haven't hit our yep. ceiling. Um, it's, it's crazy to believe that this team is still on the rise and... We're about as close to a full squad as you can possibly get with rotations and everything. We're still maintaining being in first place or the possibility of being first place. It's just crazy to think. You know, um so good times. Really really good yeah, times it's, if you're a Galaxy fan.
1: And, um, and and again, like we we kissed that first place place spot Momentarily, obviously, we we were overtaken in and we're back now down in third in the West after Seattle just mollywopped uh, Portland and, and after Kansas City got their win. Um, but now we know it's there. We know it's possible. It's within reaching distance. Um, and as you were talking about in the standings, Colorado is not that far behind us, but everybody after that is pretty far behind us. There's a nine point gap between uh, the team that's right below Colorado, and I forget who that is right now.
0: Minnesota.
1: Um, Minnesota there's a nine-point gap between us and Minnesota. So I know it's only the midway point of the the, the season, but barring an utter just absolute Dallas-style collapse, I don't think we're missing the playoffs. I don't think,
0: I don't think we're I think missing can, the playoffs.
1: I, I think I can say very comfortably, we're not missing the playoffs this year.
0: I want to say the same thing. I know anything can happen in MLS. We have seen a lot of crazy things happen in MLS. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that Galaxy can all of a sudden just kind of tank. I personally don't see that happening. I think this team is continuing to move forward. You have to remember, once again, this is a recruiting – I mean recruiting, sorry – rebuilding year in which not much was expected out of this. uh, You know, we we, we found out that the players set a goal – at the halfway point, they want to be at 31 points. And Vanny admittedly said, wow, that's pretty ambitious. Thinking that you probably won't reach that, but hey, we're going to do our best in order to do this. And guess what? They accomplished it. Um, so this team is really, really starting to believe believe in themselves. They really bought into Greg Vanny's uh, style, philosophy, system, just everything greg knight is touching is turning into gold in mls um and right now the galaxy are reaping those benefits it really is a little unprecedented because they are certainly exceeding my expectations As i've said that i said this last week um i had them missing the playoffs um and if i had them in the playoffs they were like on the bubble for me um fighting with either rsl or dallas and i said you know it's hard for me to judge on a team where you're seeing a lot of new players. You're going to see a lot of new players, a new coach. You'll probably have a bump, but how consistent will they be? I can't get excited for anybody until I see results. Halfway into the season, I'm still seeing results, and guess what? They they get better. They find new ways to win. They find, they, they It's not like a big jump, but you can see steps going in the right direction. Even if the Galaxy don't win this game, you can see a very much changed team in structure, in formation, in attitude, in in depth, right? Because we've had to do squad rotation. Imagine going through this schedule with the lineup that we had last year. You think we go anywhere near where we are now? Like we would be using these kids and we would just be getting demolished pretty much the way we got last year. And now you have, well, you know what? So Daniel can hold the fort for a little bit. Army can hold the fort for a little bit. The Pew can hold the fort, you know, for a little bit. If we need to call on, you know, a couple other players to go in there just to fill in, whether it's Zubac or Dunbar or whoever, you know, they've been successful so far. Um, they're missing their, one of their DPs are missing their goal scorer. Um, the record isn't that great, but they figured it out, right? Um, up until the last couple games, They only had one victory with Chicharita out of the lineup. Well, guess what? They've won the last couple games. So they've figured it out. They've adjusted. um, And they continue to move forward. And now they've addressed the issue of, we don't have a striker. Yeah, we do. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let me talk about that goal. Because like I said, there's a lot of praises that I want uh, to give to the Galaxy. As much as I'm giving them right now. One of them is the goal. Okay perfection it was absolute perfection it's not a golazo. i'm gonna make that perfectly clear no. this is no, not no, a golazo. No, 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 no. um i know how much you love team goals davis so i'm kind of surprised that you're not saying this is a golazo, but no
1: i don't think so i think it was i think it was a pasazo. i'll give <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll give yovalik uh, uh, just the absolute like the dime that he laid out for uh cabral i mean recognizing first off the the quick uh, sort of one two that they that they played together and the patience of Yovlic to um, he could have he could have picked a pass but he waited for Cabral to change direction and then he just waited it perfectly in front of Cabral um, I mean it was a thing of beauty that was an incredible goal
0: I I mean I, I'm gonna go further back you start with Orahul, who reads and muscles out, uh, I, I don't know who it was, but he muscles out a forward, gets in front of him, intercepts the ball, he then takes it, you know, he, he then dishes it off to Efra, and the thing is, I remember this play, I remember when it happened, I'm like, fucking Araujo, who continues to improve game after game after game, and I challenge anybody, and I'm I'm not even being biased here, I challenge anybody, name me a better defender in MLS right now. Mm. I, I honestly, I know there's some good defenders out there, but tell me whose stock is higher than Araujo's right now.
1: Right. Because yeah.
0: there's just there's no way you can come up with someone and make a viable case. This guy right now is on top of the MLS world. I doubt he's going to be there for much longer. And I don't mean that because he's going to take a nosedive. I mean, he's going to go off to bigger and better things, and rightfully so. Um, he deserves it. But it starts with Araujo, intercepts the ball, he then uh, gives it off to, I believe, Ephra, who then finds uh, Jovalik, who's all by himself with a bunch of space, okay? And before the pass, which was, again, a, a pasasso, just a, a really perfectly placed ball, let's give credit to Cabral here, who makes that run. Because he goes left and then cuts in. So he kind of just takes his defender out. He crisscrosses in like, I believe like three defenders, if I'm if I'm recalling correctly. And yet he still manages to get the run, like the perfect runoff. Where, like, yeah, there's like two, three guys here, and yet I'm splitting two, leaving another guy just kind of in no man's land, and like he's the one who ends up chasing after me, and I'm all essentially all by myself. And then yeah. Cabral, who we know has missed several sitters, ends up making this one who which, by the way, isn't as easy as it looked. He has to not only, you know, okay, don't get excited. Compose yourself. Don't have that heavy touch. Don't take too many touches. You have a guy running down on him, trying to out-muscle him. We know that Cabral can co- go down very easily. We know that he can, you know, fumble the ball. He doesn't. He actually stands his ground, push, you know, keeps the defender at bay, beats the keeper. From start to finish, this goal was perfection. I think this is probably one of the best goals that you've seen the Galaxy execute in the entire season. I, I cannot... I, I, I. It gets better every single time you watch it. If you haven't seen it, I'm sure you have. <laughs> multiple times. I'm not talking about once. I'm talking about multiple times. You know that this goal gets better every time you watch it. You start picking up these new little things that you didn't see before, and it just you just appreciate it that much more. Um and it ends up being the game winner. That's all you needed. Um, but it was the beauty of a goal. I mean, absolutely beauty of a goal. And um, and again, th- this is just more evidence that the players, the chemistry is growing. And keep in mind that, you know, Jovolej is making his debut, and yet the chemistry was there. Right? Yep. It's just incredible. Um, chemistry is growing. The structure is there. The, 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 the players are really playing for each other. There's just something special going on there really is um and you just love to see it you love to see it and, and after five seasons just down the dumps this is it's just it's almost tear worthy to be honest <laughs> it, it really is it, it's been so long that i can like genuinely enjoy the galaxy play like this um you know yeah it, it was just it, 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 it's amazing um Pretty even, statistically, um, in the first half. Like I said, I I think not much offense going on. I think there was a blitz of chances by the Galaxy uh, leading up to that goal and after that goal where Minnesota just said, we want to just go into halftime at this point. Um, But for the most part, it was pretty even at halftime. Uh, Possession was 53-47 in favor of L.A., Shots were even at 5-5, and only one on target, and that was the goal that was scored by the Galaxy. Uh, Chances created 5-3, to and the expected goals were at uh, .64 to .30, uh, again, in favor of the Galaxy. So even statistically, the Galaxy just had a slight edge, and again, they're the road team. So a, a very good first half, even if it was a little lackluster, it's what you kind of hope for in a road game. Um, not the prettiest, but not the ugliest either. I think it was a really good workman-like pace uh, in that first half. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, I, I agree wholeheartedly. I'm like, there's literally like nothing that I can disagree with you <laughs> 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 on, that, on that stuff. I mean, it was just, it, it's a good performance.
0: Uh, second half starts, and I said, okay, you know what? We've come out shaky in the second half. How do we come out in the second half here? We come out pretty much, you know, again, no offense, but that battle's in the midfield. We, uh, we're up to the challenge. Minnesota doesn't score. It's not until you start going the rotations. Uh, obviously, LeJet not available for the, for this game. Uh, Jonathan does come back for the team. He's available, does not start. He gets subbed in. Uh I forgot one minute, halfway into the, uh, into the game. I want to say maybe like 60th minute or so. Or so maybe not halfway, but, uh, 60th minute, you see uh, him and Vasquez enter the game. You're still okay. Still again, not really much offense going on, but at this point you don't really, you want the insurance goal, but you just, more importantly, you have to play better defensively. Now, once Saldana and Dunbar come in, um, In the 80th, by this point, Minnesota has already started to creep in a little bit into Mm -hmm. that, you know, into enemy territory, and they're starting to get them like, "Uh uh-oh, okay, hold on a second. You need some sort of change. You need some sort of adjustment. You bring Dunbar and Saldana and things just kind of tail off of the Galaxy. They couldn't keep up. Um, it, It just kind of seemed that they looked a little lost, and Minnesota is just stepping on that gas. Having the Galaxy pinned, oh, God, they're going to let this game slip away. They're going to get a draw, which isn't a bad result, but uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Enter Jonathan Klinsman, <laughs> who, um, wow. <laughs> um, that, I don't want to say there was a controversy um, as far as, you know, when we found out that he was starting. But it was kind of a shock to see that Jonathan Bond wasn't starting. And there was a little bit of nervousness as far as like, okay, you're bringing in a a keeper who's making his season debut against a team that hasn't lost at home since May. This is a tough game. And boy, did he step up. Yeah, man. Big time. Um, Man of the match by far. I don't think anyone's going to argue that. That guy just went in and made some fantastic saves. He single-handedly preserved the victory. Seven saves in total. Most of them coming, if not all of them, coming in the second half. So, um, Jonathan Klinsman just did his absolute best Jonathan Bond impression and in just one game. It's a clean sheet. It took Jonathan Bond how long before that happened?
1: <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it, it, to be fair, he had a better, you know, Klinsman at least had a better defense in front of him. But, like, he he certainly made some pretty incredible saves, uh, you know, good good footwork, good hand, handwork off of uh, some deflected balls. Um, I mean, Jonathan Klinsman just came in and, and just, you know, made Team of the Week.
0: Well, Oop. I mean, reservedly so.
1: How many? How many second keepers can you say made team of the week for their clubs? You know what I mean. Like it's it's pretty incredible.
0: Um, I, mean, I think that's partly why that he you know was kind of thrown in there as a second keeper as rotation, and the guy stepped in as if he's been playing all season. Well, you know it it
1: probably means that Jonathan Bond is going to have to step his game up and be a little bit more motivated and i i want to say that it was uh it was in the who scored ratings or the, the the football ratings that you use um bond has been consistently rated one of the lowest players and yeah. i laughed to myself going like oh man when lewis asks who was the highest highest rated player for this game i'm gonna say jonathan Klinsman."
0: <laughs> so uh But before we get, we'll get to that right now. But before we do, um, I will say this. Jonathan Bond is by far the starter. He did not lose his job. Um, Regardless of what Klinsman does in this game, um, he does not unseat Bond as the number one. Bond is the number one. Um, I will say, does he have to be nervous? No, but I will say this. We have a capable backup. If Jonathan Bond does slip, we have a capable backup. Which is if a Jonathan massive Bond, change. A massive change huge, two years prior. Huge. 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 change. Um, If Jonathan Bond not just slips, but if he gets complacent, he's not allowed to anymore. What did I say earlier this year? The good thing is, is that you need competition in your spots. You have that in the goalkeeper position right now. And I think I said that in the preseason. At the very least, because we had no idea whether bond or clinsman right. was going to start right so we said at the very least you have competition there and they're going to have to up both of the guys are going to have to up their game ultimately we figured why bring in an international player if you're not going to start him he probably has the edge he also has a little bit more experience so it's probably going to go to him then of course he starts playing in preseason we're like yeah <laughs> you know poor clinsman right well clinsman came up and showed that you know what if called upon if bond isn't ready for whatever reason I am. So, I don't think there's a controversy here. There shouldn't be a controversy here. As a Galaxy fan, don't make this more than what it is. You have two outstanding goalkeepers. Be happy that you have two outstanding goalkeepers and keep it at that. Bond is still number one. They're still Bond girls. They're still Bond guys. But, apparently, now there's Clint's men. So, um think uh, that the nag boy started that one uh so uh yeah uh, uh a huge huge turnaround uh and massive upgrades in uh, in that position along with everything else um okay highest rated player it is absolutely john Jonathan with 8.7 absolutely um who's second with highest rated player
1: uh, i'd probably have to give that to cabral since he got the goal
0: um, I would say Cabral as well. Um, I don't think he had a bad game. I know he missed one goal. Um, I I don't remember who makes the cross. I want to say it's Nico who makes the cross. I could be wrong on that. Um, but it's it's perfect. It's a perfect cross. It's practically an open netter. He has to hit it on the volley, which is not easy, but that needs to land on the back of the net. I mean,
1: talk um, to talk to Jimmy Madronda.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, we we said this about Cabral. Um, I think I said it last week. I I called into the nag boys. I called in the nag news and told the same thing. Cabral is putting himself in a position to score. He's on an, on an Island by himself. He's not trying to find a
1: He scored two games in a row now. That's two in a row, which I I mean, you know, a couple weeks ago, I don't think I would have, I would have said you were out of your mind. He's scoring two games in a row. Yeah.
0: Um, And it doesn't matter how it's scored. I don't care if they're tap-ins. I don't care if they're they're open netters. I don't care how it comes from. Um, As a goal scorer, you just go score goals. And this last one was your best goal that you scored so far. And I think that you saw that the confidence in him in, in, after that goal in the second half, especially in the second half, yeah. he moved a little bit. Yeah, There's a little bit more pep in that step, man. He didn't look so, you know, tight and jittery. You know, usually when he had the ball, he was like, okay, okay, wait, 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 you know. Um, he looked a little bit more relaxed, if you can kind of imagine that, because he usually does play, you know, That, you know, like, as Bobby said, very uh, lackadaisical, but it looked like he didn't wasn't jittery. It looked like he had a little bit more confidence. And like I said, he's put himself in position to score. And that run that he did on the goal, I mean, it's just, it shows you what type of vision he has. Along with Jovo, by the way, because I also have to sing his praises. Um, I don't think we mentioned this in previous shows, but I know you guys have heard it. Uh, either through uh, people who were on the media call, or even Josh on Corner of the Galaxy, saying that this guy is a chess player and he hired a coach uh, to teach him how to play chess. He can figure out Rubik's cubes pretty easily. This guy solves puzzles. This guy has vision. For you to play chess and to be serious about it, you have to be, you know, ten steps ahead. You have to see things before they play out you have to have vision that pass was clear vision Mm -hmm. so um, praises for him on his debut praises for Cabral for the IQ it looks like again he's putting himself in the right spot it's about him finishing and being confident and I think little by little you're at least in the past couple games you're starting to see it and hopefully that trend continues I also would have said Cabral we would have been wrong by the way (laughs) Um, After all that After all that (laughs) We would have been wrong But here's the thing The reason I don't say this Is because It's obvious It's Julian Rajo. Yeah, The guy is every game Like I said he improves every single game He makes presence known Every single game I challenge you to find me a better defender right now I challenge you to, to, to find a better defender In MLS whose stock is higher than Araujo's. you cannot do it. He had an 8.2 for the wow. game. Cabral had an 8.1 with the goal score. Which shows Close. you how yeah. yeah so it shows you how how great Araujo played in this game. Who was the lowest rated player? Ooh
1: that's gonna be hard to say. Um let me think about that. I mean I can't say Bond. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> it's pretty tough. Um yeah, man, I don't know. I'll but you know what? I'm going to go uh I'm I'm going to go with probably uh I'll say Hamalan, Nico. Nico. Nico was the r- lowest rated.
0: Nico was the lowest rated. Um I would have said and I'm not sure if this is fair, but he he only played one half. I would have said Jonathan Dos Santos because well I didn't really see much of him. Um, And the only time I really did see him was when he takes this shot in the dying moments of the game when you should be taking it to the corner flag and killing as many seconds as you possibly can. This guy takes a shot from midfield and just gives the ball right back to Minnesota. What an absolute bonehead play from him. I didn't even see him on the field at all. Um, He only played a half the game he played he came in the 57th minute yep. he had 6.3 that officially is the lowest but two other players had 6.3 who played longer and that was alvarez and grand seer mm. um i wouldn't have thought grand sear by the way i thought grand seer again probably if if he's been progressing these last few games this is probably one where he kind of like slipped a little bit i didn't see yeah. too much to grand Seer in this game um i just didn't think he was the lowest rated player um, as far as what you said, David, Nico, he wasn't even the lowest rated defender. Um, the lowest rated defender was Derek Williams at 7.0. Um, Koulibaly had 7.3. Nico, here's another guy I'll have to sing his praises because, again, making his Galaxy debut, you're kind of thrown in there in the starting lineup, like, okay, we need we just signed you, but we need you right now. And I thought he had a really, really... Good game. Um, seven point four rating, second highest rated defender. Um, <coughs> I thought his movement was really good. I think I want to say it was him who made the cross to Cabral, in which Cabral should have scored. I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, you from mentioned Rico.
1: you mentioned that it was him earlier. Yep.
0: It had to be him. I, I it could have been someone else, but it, it had to be him. Um, I thought he really had a, a, a good game once again. Um, Greg Danny. Signing a player, fitting a system, making an impact right away. Um, another good signing, and at the time we're like another defender. Interesting. Why? Oh well. Did you know Viafanga was going to go down? Because, <laughs> well, no, but wow. you had <laughs> to know
1: that that you know a guy with that many miles on his legs, you know, you right. can't play him every single game, every single minute. You know, right. you need you need a capable backup for him.
0: Yeah, and honestly, uh, well, you we have Danilo Acosta remember right. that he is officially right. the, the backup and if Araujo does end up leaving at some point maybe Nico does fill in there cuz once Araujo goes out you have Fisher who's fine I just don't think he's a starter you he's he's a capable backup I just don't think he's a starter you're going to have that hole at right back once again once Araujo leaves um by the way again Revelison another good performance 8.1 so uh, another, uh, again, another guy that you just come to, to expect good performances, and Jovalik in 57 minutes, and again, reserved minutes, there's gonna be three games, he's gonna have to play all three of them, because your other striker is gonna be gone uh, only plays 57 minutes he gets a fabulous assist and uh, 7.1 rating for the game um, so um, yeah, when you win everything looks good, right?
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, when you win, uh, a lot of these stats don't really make that big of a difference. You know what I mean? Like, you can have a good rate, a super high rating or a super low rating. It doesn't matter because we won.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, like I said, as long as you're winning, nothing else really matters. And, you know, I'm going to come back to that that question um, because it's been... uh, I know that Eric Vieira, the Hammer, his takes... Are pretty spot on
1: I usually agree with He's got good takes
0: um, I usually agree with them uh, For the most part And we're talking about You know Are the Galaxy really as good as They appear to be in the standings Right? Uh, You were momentarily in first place Had you beat Vancouver You would have been in first place for sure Um, But He said, you know, the way we've been winning games, right? You look back, have we ever looked complete? Have we ever looked good? Have we ever looked dominant? No. And I actually alluded to that too, right? You had a good game against Austin. You had a good game against Portland or at least a good, like, second half or so. Um, And then you had a good game against, I believe, San Jose. Everything else you found a, a way to win, right? Um so he says right now it's a lot of luck which is some truth to it. What I would say is are we a great team? Absolutely not. We're not there yet. Are we a good team? I'm going to say yes. Are we if we're talking power rankings, are we top 3? <clears throat> it's tough. To make that case, if I'm being mm. perfectly honest with you. For me, I think it's really tough to make that case. Because we have found ways to win. And a lot of it is luck. But the counter argument that I would make to that is... Good teams make their luck. Right? Mm-hmm. The good teams... Mm-hmm. The good teams... Hey, why is it that the good teams just... Those bounces just go their way. Right? The, 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 the Those balls that ricochet, they just happen to be right where... You know, that, you know, that guy is standing, right? Why is it always, you know, why is it always like that? Hmm. You you start creating your own luck, right? And I think the Galaxy have done that. And I think they believe it. Like, we we may not be playing well, but we're going to find a way to win somehow. And that's what good teams do. It's a combination of both, especially in, in a very long MLS season. You need luck especially in the playoffs, you need some luck. But right now, what's encouraging is that the Galaxy are making the luck. I really believe that they're making the luck right now. You know, it's not just like, hey, the refs bailed them out. Oh, man, that was a freakish goal, with the exception of Efrain's banger against Vancouver. Um, <laughs> you know, there hasn't been something like that, right? Oh, this guy bailed us out, right? The, the The keeper had a howler, or the defender had a howler. You haven't seen that. The Galaxy have earned their victories yeah you know so i think it's a combination of both i i don't say as far as power rankings i would not put them in the top three i would say maybe fifth is as high as you go right now but the thing is the galaxy haven't hit their ceiling that's the scary part they have not hit their stride yet and when they do that's when you can start talking about Yeah, that's when you can start thinking like, wow, is this really possible this year? Because I still don't, I'm not there yet. Or maybe that's just me being like kind of protective. We're like, okay, don't get excited. Don't get excited. You know, keep your (laughs) expectations a little curved. But it's really, really fun to think about that this team hasn't hit their stride yet and they're still where they are. So take that for what you will.
1: I'll take it for what I will then.
0: I'll take it for win, <laughs> th-
1: that we're winning MLS Cup. And we're going to win Champions League the following year. And we're going to play in the Leagues Cup and we'll win that too. How about that?
0: <laughs> can I take it for that? You could. You could. You can take it for whatever you want. I just said that. Take it for what you will. You did exactly there. what I just said. You you. That's what I did. <laughs> um, So, yeah, good times so far. Um, It doesn't get any easier, and it hasn't been like that. So um, let's go ahead and talk about the upcoming games. As we said, it's a brutal stretch for the Galaxy. Three games in seven days. Um, Absolutely no chill coming from the MLS schedule. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They host Colorado right behind them in the standings with two games on hand, by the way. So it's not a must-win game, but you should probably win this game to get a little separation uh, from Colorado. And I'm saying it's not a must win because obviously you still have a whole second half of the season left to go. But the, oh, excuse me. Uh, These are points that are very valuable, especially, we know, when you're playing only Western Conference opponents and when you're playing half the teams that uh, in that conference are going to be in the playoffs, those wins, man, seem like there's, more than three points at stake because they become a little bit more valuable. Um, This um, game against Colorado, a victory here is a huge, huge win. Uh, You would create that much more separation from Colorado and you would keep pace with Kansas City and Seattle, who I imagine would win at least one of their games. They also played two games this week. uh, So you can't imagine that they would, uh, you know, the Galaxy have to keep pace one way or the other. Uh, luckily, they're playing both games at home. But again, it's just a tough stretch of games. A lot of rotation. Tired legs, Sure, I'm sure, will will uh, will come up. Um, after the Colorado game, you play against your rival in San Jose. This is Friday. Uh, so not even the weekend, just Friday. Uh, San Jose, last time they lost, was against the Galaxy. That was back on June 26th. So San Jose not winning too many games but they're definitely not losing. Um yeah. we're, we're just going
1: to sandwich them. The last time the last time they lost was against us and they're gonna, the next time they lost is against us.
0: Yeah. And I'm perfectly okay with that. Um if we somehow end up getting 9 points out of this, um MLS Cup, y'all. Um <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I'm kidding. Uh, 9 points would be absolutely massive. Um and you would have that momentum going into next week uh where you play LAFC at the stank um and I I'm got to imagine that Chicharito will be back for that game I can't imagine him not being back um not being back for that games it's just uh it, it would be pretty frustrating uh and then they will get a, a little bit of a break as they won't play again until September 11th so um yeah uh it, it's a tough stretch for the Galaxy very important so um
1: what do you say um it's uh, i mean you know yeah it's gonna be hard we've already been testing our depth the good thing is if we start getting some of these players back that's when we're gonna um we're gonna get all of our 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 i guess momentum back maybe is is going into these going into these uh um this tough stretch of games i think with uh especially on the chicharito front Um, He seems to be progressing, and I think that he's close to returning. I also think that there's an element here with the All-Star game coming up. Um, Maybe you don't play Chicharito until the All-Star game. Um, Josh and and Hammer actually talked about this on on Corner of the Galaxy a little bit. Um, Maybe he's okay. Maybe he's not quite ready. He doesn't seem ready. I don't think you put him into uh the san jose game or the i mean obviously i don't think he's ready for colorado but i think for the san jose game if you play him there then that gives license for bob bradley to play him a bunch of minutes in the all-star game which we don't want him to do so um i'm okay with him not coming back until the all-star game or after the all-star game as you know after the way that uh josh and 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 hammer kind of put Put all that stuff in into perspective. Um, it's interesting that he that Hernandez had these setbacks and had these setbacks and had these setbacks and now is coming back into the fold um, on a you know in in a pivotal point in our in the season. I think just when we we need him to start sort of ramping back up to to running speed again.
0: He has been gone. Uh, he got injured pregame on the Fourth of July, right? Yep. So he's been gone for about a month and a half. But you also have to remember that in, you know, in the schedule, the way it was made, there was like a lot of games in July. There's a lot of game in August. So when normally would say, oh, you only missed four or five games, well, you've missed ten, um, yeah, which that's is a lot. lot. That's, a, that's lot a lot of games, right? Um, it's not necessarily his fault in that you know the schedule was the way it was this season
1: so i mean i'd just, much rather he missed the 10 in the middle than the 10 at the end
0: right exactly and, and that's where i was going to go with this is that you know you want him here when the games matter a little bit more right you need him for that playoff push you need him for the playoffs um i think the the, the thing for me in that i'm not really that upset about it as I would have been last season. Obviously, we're winning games. That's a big one. Um, and two, he's not the same Chicharito, right? We talked about this. I yeah. don't think he's going to fake an injury. I think he wants to get back there as soon as he possibly can. The fact that he's still tied for the leading goal scorer while missing 10 games, like, says a lot about him. Because yeah. I guarantee he'd be the golden boot uh, leader right now. There's no way he's not scoring in... Like, If he was yeah. playing the last 10 games, he's definitely scoring at least five right has to be so he was on top of the mls world there's no reason for him to just fake an injury he's legitimately injured
1: again i don't i don't know i don't know where this this faking injury thing is coming from
0: i mean because it's chicharito and and it's you know we, we saw him do the same thing last season and you know from what we know now that like hey He had a lot of personal issues, a lot of off-the-field issues. You know, maybe it was one of those. It seems like he still does. I I don't know. I don't know. I just feel that he's more capable of handling it this season. He's more – he's stronger now because of it. Um, I want – I really want to say he's trying to get back ASAP. Um, But at the same time, you don't want him to come back too soon, re-injure him, and guess what? You just lost him for the season. All because – you know, you're upset that he wasn't playing. You know, right now, this game. You know, ASAP. Right. Um. So I rather him just look. We're winning games. We're near the yeah. top. Of let the, it be. You know, let it be. It's fine right now. We're surviving. We're
1: surviving. Right. I, I, and know, it's you'd actually no. Get what? that
0: boost, that punch in the arm. And I don't uh, even think we're surviving. We're we're thriving. We're okay. You know, we're not. I mean, just I don't thriving. know. I don't know if thriving. I mean, when, you, when you're when you momentarily in first place, you're thriving. So, um, and again... I would say the, thriving
1: would be dominantly in first place. But okay.
0: No, but, I mean, when you're missing that type of caliber player... Sure, um, sure, sure. You know, where you're like, oh, where are the goals going to come from? And, again, you, you momentarily got to first place, you know, you're doing okay. Um, if you couldn't find goals, you had a problem. And you had a problem, you know, to begin with. Uh, but like I said... The the galaxy are resilient. They figured it out. They they adjusted, and again they 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 held out long enough to where hey we got a striker, so they're okay. Um, so when he gets back, guess what? This team can only get stronger, um, which again it's it, it's scary. So um, yeah, um, I I don't know what else to say. Uh, tough games, but I, I think the galaxy are up to the challenge. They have been all season, so... Yep, um, I agree. So, uh, yeah, I I, I think I've said everything I need to say.
1: Uh, if, for sure, and I think I think you're right in that the, they're certainly up, up to the challenge. I don't think that they're going to run over anybody, but they're certainly going to start to give uh, teams a fight, and what we want is that feeling that teams will, will not want to play against the Galaxy when they come up against them in the playoffs, you want them to have that little bit of doubt in the back of their minds, because we certainly haven't had that over the last few years. Um, you know, the, the Galaxy has, has looked like sort of the laughing stock. Nobody's been afraid of the Galaxy over the last few years. And I think they're starting to kind of build that fear back up or that that level
0: of like, we have to
1: respect this team.
0: Um, I so, so here's the thing for me. Uh, I know someone. God, I can't remember who said it. I'm sure it was one of the MLS heads, maybe like a Matt Doyle or something. Said, you know, dare I say, that Galaxy are back. Uh, I said, nope, so no, no, we're not. it, it was, it not was Doyle? Doyle. Okay, okay. So it was Doyle, and I said, no. I, I mean, I didn't respond, but I, I disagreed. And like, nope, Galaxy are not back yet. Um, we're on the way back, but we're not back yet. Um, I will. I have in issue number two of the magazine. I have a piece as to where, like, when this happens, we're back. Um, I'm not going to spoil what that is, but it, it's in there. Um, but I will say this. Um, part of being back is that we have to be feared. as what you said, we have, you know, going into the diggity and like, yeah, we're not coming out of there with three points, right? We have to be feared. I don't think the Galaxy are feared. They're definitely respected. I think they have earned respect around the league. Yep. Yep. I think they have earned respect around the Western Conference. Eastern Conference is a different story because you don't play anybody, uh, but as far as who you've played and who you're going to play, I think they've earned respect. I don't think they've earned fear. And that is a big piece that is missing because the Galaxy teams of old were feared. Um, they were dominant. Um, we're not there yet. We're not back. We're headed in the right direction. We are progressing nicely. We are... Yeah. We got directions. You know, yeah, we have exactly we, we, we have
1: we printed out the map quest.
0: Yep, and we're definitely on route. We're not off course. Um, you know, hiccups will happen because we see a little, you know, pretty little cactus or something. But sure. you know, we're we're still there. Um, but uh no, we're not back yet. And uh even if we win a MLS cup, we're not back yet. And again, no spoilers there. Uh well, one wait till issue number two. You'll you'll find out what I what, what I say about that. <laughs> but uh we need to be feared overall we need to be here so we're not there yet but um yeah again good times so far good so w- we hope that it continues
1: all right um well if if uh, if that's all you have lewis i think maybe we'll wrap the show up and uh, of course um our condolences and our our love and our well wishes go out to uh sebastian legette and his family over the loss of of uh of sebastian's sister um obviously we you know, another again, another loss in the family. Uh, we we as fans, even though we're we have no, you know, personal relationships with any of these people, we definitely feel it when uh, when when our team is is in pain and, and is hurting. So uh, you know, best best wishes to LeJet and his family.
0: Yes, very much so. Uh, deeply saddened saddened by the unexpected uh, loss of his sister, um, and just it, it's a tough time the galaxy family you know we lost his uh not too long ago so um it, the, the first thing i thought of uh remember that that picture of uh the jet and dos santos hugging each other yeah after the Gold hug, Cup? That's- and that's- it's like i mean it's the first thing i thought of when this happened i'm like oh my god it was almost like i mean it was just a really weird like you know uh, like i don't want to say allusion as to what was eventually going to happen again but it was the first thing that I thought of was like that picture and just like it really moved me like when I thought about that you know that image and um, then of course with the team rallying behind uh, their brothers and um, you know it's just it's like I said it's it's uh, tear inducing it really is uh, to see this team you know do what they're doing for each other right now. So yeah. Um, Even through bad times, this team finds a way to like, no, we're, we're going to rise above. We're going to, we're going to be okay. And we're going to look out for each other and we got their backs no matter what. And so, yeah. So good on Greg Banny for, uh, for the ultimate just shift in that locker room, which is a breath of fresh air. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: Sorry, one one last thing, Louis. Okay. Did we okay. talk about did we talk about um, the stuff that was going on with Dennis DeClosa? Did you did that came out in between our shows, right? Yeah. Um, no. I don't think there's any the, the the stuff with the um, uh, Cincinnati uh job coming up. I don't think there's anything to that, but uh, certainly, uh, just real quick do you do you do everything you can to keep Dennis Closa?
0: I want to say yes. Um, although I do give a lot, if not all the credit, to Greg Danni for what yeah. has happened this year and the players that he has brought in, it is ultimately still up to Delosa to negotiate and convince these players to come here. Uh, draw up, you know, the contracts, the salaries, and all of that. Um, so I, I do feel that he's important because he he does have connections around the world. Um, we said that you know he he's he was in charge of the Mexican Confederation, which is you know obviously bigger than and more prestigious than yeah. the galaxy. But um, he only you know he hasn't been on the job very long. And you say, okay, well, he wasn't able. He got GBS, but that was a bust. Um, he got the players that I'm assuming Scalotto wanted, but again, that's more on GBS. You got your man and Danny, which is a plus, and uh, been able to get the players that have been working out. So, right now, I think you give Greg and Teclose some more time. And yes, I would probably do what I can to keep them. Um, right, but if it does, yeah, but if it doesn't happen. I gotta figure that man. You better put someone in there to make sure. Okay, I know you are in charge, but it's Vanny that's in charge. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so maybe just kind of promote him as a GM as well. Uh, you know, Bruce Arena style. Um, yeah. But um, but no. I, I think mean, right I, think now, Vanny, I think Vanny. I
1: think Vanny is capable. I think Vanny is capable of doing the job. I just, I kind of like the dynamic. Like you can't discount the stuff that that Ticlosa has done. Outside of the main team, like the, yeah. the, the way that the way that Galaxy 2 and the Academy and the decisions that are getting made on in the Academy, the way he sort of cleaned up, like the just the shambles that that was in. Um, it has been pretty impressive. And I, I I would like to see the fruits of that labor uh, come to fruition. So I think you keep to closer for now. Yep. Um, obviously, um, you want to, um, you know, Maybe. Extend for maybe another year or two uh, and then see what happens. But, you know, I'm not opposed to keeping him sort of, you know, long term.
0: I I would say that I I would want to see an MLS Cup be raised under him before you decide to let him go, to be honest. And I think you're closer. We might be closer than we think right now. So um, I don't want to see... The good things that are happening right now just kind of get shooken up um uh, shaken up right right now so i kind of feel like just nothing's broken right now just leave it as is so yeah i would do what i can to keep him and you know then quite the important question is is does dennis the foul fc cincinnati or dennis <laughs> the that, that 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 would be a telling uh you know telling sign of you know where he might be headed but no I, I think he stays here and I think you do what you can to make sure he stays here
1: yeah I, I agree okay uh, alright so th- thanks, for, uh, we're good. <laughs> thanks for indulging me there I think we're good thank you everybody so much for listening and uh, you know see you guys next time
0: yep uh, this has been another episode of Ella's Our House uh, it was 2.31 I believe so yep. uh, thanks for listening uh, we'll see you guys next week Bye-bye. Take us out, Bobby. 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 Thank you for listening to LA Is Our House. Make sure you check out our website, laisourhouse.com, where you can find all our social sites. Also, listen in to Balls and Beers, our weekly MLS prediction show, where you can find on iTunes and Spotify. Hit that subscribe button.